0: <laughs> What's up everybody, I'm your host The Real Brody and this is the We Say, they Say Podcast Tonight we have a real serious episode ladies and gentlemen We are going to be talking about mental depression, anxiety, uh, suicide, things of that nature But before we get into that, I want to introduce my co-host in the middle Y'all know, we got Bone right here on my right side we got my man, my DJ, my brother. Meet you two times, say it two times. Two times. You already know what we do, man. You know, every show we start off with the how everybody day went. So Oh Kiesha, how was your day? Um you was in New York earlier. Yeah, Winger. I'm tired. Road running. I wanna go to sleep,
1: but I'm good.
2: That wasn't a secret? Don't
1: nobody know. I don't Ooh, know. I was there. Uh, you <laughs> in New York, fuck it. I
2: ain't know. Do you do you boo? Meat. What do you think? My day was regular, man. Got some groceries, you know, grown man shit. And shout out to the uh, Washington football team too, man. Y- they uh, they had the first black president of football organization. So shout out to the Washington football team. Y'all might win three games this year now, man. I'm proud of y'all. Y'all gonna go from two to three. So Ooh. shout out, shout out to the bums, man. But <laughs> now that's real rap though. That's I mean at the end of the day, as much as we don't fuck with them. Because we cowboy friends. We still got to right. call it what you want. But I'm going to still pay homage. You know, they did something. You know what I'm saying? First, they got rid of that wild-ass name. And then they, you know, they they follow up with that. You know what I'm saying? they. I mean, it could be a publicity stunt. You know, they could be doing it because they want to be talked about. You know what I'm saying? We don't know how that shit really go. But at the end of the day, they did it. So you got to respect it regardless. Right,
0: right.
2: So how was your day, brother, man? Man,
0: you know, man, still, still essential. As they, as they would say, still getting up, going to work every motherfucking day, paying bills, ain't shit changed. But, um, let's get into the topic. So, everybody, like I said, today's topic is going to be about, you know, mental health, depression, anxiety, things of that such. So, um, Tanisha, let me ask you this question. Um, have you ever suffered from, um, depression?
1: Yes.
0: Um, like, I know it's different levels, but what type of level had, you know, what type of level was your depression on?
1: Um, so, my level, I'm actually diagnosed with major depression. Okay.
0: Um,
1: and PTSD. Okay. Um, a lot of people joke about it, but it's something serious. Sometimes you'll never know somebody really going through it unless they open up, um, that's one of the little mechanisms we have. Like, you'll never know something's going on until you actually see somebody get to their breaking point. Um, so, for me, like maybe three or four years ago, I was to a point where it was just like, "You need help." Wow. So, I I went to a, um I went to a therapist and actually sat down and talked with them, um, and she diagnosed me with PTSD and major depression. Um, I mean, every day is different sometimes you'll be good. So it's not something that you just have for a week. Right. It's something that continues to go on. Um, so, now I'm good, but tomorrow I might have an episode. Right. And when I say episode, it's just like, you never know when it's gonna come for real. You could be having a bomb-ass week and then you just, your thought or your mental just take you back to a place and you go, you go back into that little dark hole.
0: I can relate. So. I can definitely relate. Um, one thing that I've noticed in the African-American community is we have problems with therapy as a community.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know what I'm saying? Like, we feel like therapy is it's a problem. Like, you know what I'm saying? We feel like once when we go to therapy, we're being judged or, you know what I'm saying, or we're being looked at a certain type of way when actuality is... You know, really good to talk to somebody who doesn't know you because you know what I'm saying you can just yeah. get everything out. Right. Sometimes people you
2: know are right? just not even comfortable with somebody they don't know telling them about, right. about self their self. That's a that's right. a big problem. So, right.
1: so with me, when I first went, um, I went and then I was like, no, nah, this ain't for me. I'm good. Um, and then I had an episode. Um, this episode, I probably never told y'all. Um, but I, I attempted to kill myself. So this episode, it was like, all right, you know what? Um, you, you and me
0: both, we've, I've, I've had one of those. I talked to I talked know.
1: to my sister and she was like, you need to go and talk. And when I went and the doctor, she just, she, she, it was more so like she was just sitting there listening. Like I could go from something that happened when I was three that I remember to something that happened when I was 23. It was never a, okay. Well, what happened after that? What happened after that? She just let me talk. So, but like you said, as a as black people, we frown upon it because we feel like we're stronger than we are, right. and you you're not. Um, and then like you said, a lot of people they don't like being judged. Like so so, I'm I'm gonna say the men men that deal with depression have it harder than women, because everybody looks at a man like, oh no, you're supposed to be strong. You're supposed to be this. You're still human though. Yeah. So. It takes you not wanting to go talk to somebody because you're afraid of being judged. Be, oh, they gonna judge me. Right. Or, oh, my my men know I deal with it, so they gonna, they gonna make fun of it. And, right. and it's not something that you make fun of, because it could be that one time where...
0: That shit could send you over the edge. Right,
1: and, and it ain't no coming back.
0: Yeah. Because I know me, like, I know I have mood swings, multiple mood swings, and I, I was diagnosed with being bipolar but it's not like excessive it's just you know it's just i don't know how to explain it but i was diagnosed with being bipolar so one day i can wake up and i'm good you know what i'm saying i'm straight i ain't got no issues and then it could just be something that just and it could be the smallest thing mm-hmm. and, and at times i don't even really know understand why i feel the way i feel about something this small it's just it just took me to that point You know what I'm saying And it could be of a, a past experience mm-hmm. That I dealt with when I was younger Or it could just be something that really just You know what I'm saying Just hurt just hurt me mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying But I mean as far as the, the the suicide It was just one of those days Where I just felt like it was a lot easier Just to you know what I'm saying be Let gone. go Yeah mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying Like it was just one of those days Where I felt like it was just easier just to Just to end it You know what I'm saying? But what got me through that was thinking about my mother, my father, my children, you know what I'm saying, my girl. It's just, like, people that I know that would be completely torn if I took myself away from them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially on accounts like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so, it's, it's crazy because, like you said, we never really know what each other is going through. And sometimes we never really care to ask. When sometimes all people want is a shoulder, you know what I'm saying' as a shoulder to cry on or or just somebody to talk to without being judged right you know what I'm saying us as black people we we do that we judge each other off of what we see and we don't care to ask or man how your day going or 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 how was your weekend you know what I'm saying or or, or how your mom is like we ask, but we don't you know what I'm yeah. saying we don't really get into it
2: but but a lot of People, you, you also gotta be open to the shit too. So one first, first of all, you have to put around yourself around people that accept you for who you are. Number one. So like I, I, I I pride myself about my circle all the time because it's like one thing we don't do is judge each other. We might talk about each other, we might jawn on each other, but we don't like when it's something serious. You know, we we realize we did for each other. You know what I'm saying? So niggas like you just that's number one. Makes you gotta put yourself around niggas so you know who who are really your friends, who can right. accept you. you. For, who exactly, help you through your issue, you know, talk to you, whatever the fuck you got going on, just not judging you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't everybody got their own different shit. None of us live the same life. Everybody grew up different. We might have had some similarities every now and then, comparisons, but at the end of the day, every, my mother ain't your mother. Right. You know what I'm saying? So and my father ain't your father. So everybody grew up different. However, some some of us could have been financially stable. Some of us could have been in the trap. But at the end of the day, we all men. And as men and as friends, that's one that's that's a complete no no. Like I said, I like I mean, don't get it twisted. I give you my opinion about some shit and you might not like it, but at the end of the day it's it ain't a judgmental thing, it's just how I feel and at the end of the day, it's just some words of encouragement. How you go about it is based upon you. Right. But you know, like I said, like it's and I I get it, like niggas worried about being judged, but you just num rule number one, just put yourself around people that that you can trust and you ain't got to worry about judging you and looking at you different, you know, like because it's like I said, you you need those people in your life when you when you're dealing with shit like that. You, you have to have them people in your life.
1: And another thing, you got to be willing to talk about it. Right. Like for the longest, I'm 30. I just opened up about a lot of stuff, maybe like five years ago. Um, and it wasn't doing me any good because I was just holding it in thinking like, no, you good. You all right. You mm-hmm. you this, you that. You strong. I was breaking myself down, and was making me no good for my kids. So I feel like once you, once you're to the point where you can talk about it, I'm not even gonna say to the point where you can talk about it and not cry, cause some some things it still gonna be touchy, so you might cry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you gotta you gotta be able to you gotta be able to confront yourself. All right. Um, once you get to that point where you can just talk about it, regardless if you talking about it and you crying, or it's just one of those moments you call your friend like, man, you know what? You talk about some shit that happened seven years ago. Right. Your friend don't know what the fuck you talking about, but they listening. Right.
0: If that's you know your friend, saying, they' gonna be there. They' gonna right, listen. Right, right, right.
1: Like it used to be times. Um, I've rarely let my kids see me me cry, but sometimes they might walk in my room. I could just I could have been looking at TV and something on TV made me have a flashback and now I'll start crying. And they be like, "What the fuck you crying for?" Like, and I'd be thinking in my head, "Like, what you crying for?" But then it's something that made me have a moment and. It just went from there. Right. But um, back to the, the talking to somebody, some people don't like going. This was my, my biggest thing was I didn't want to go and talk to somebody. Not that they were going to judge me, but their first thing that they go to is medication. That, and I am against it. This is just me personally mm-hmm. to each its own. Um, I've tried it, and it made me feel like a zombie. Um, I was to the point, like, I could, I'm sitting up here talking to y'all. And like five minutes later I'll be sleep looking like I'm strung out on something. And I didn't like my kids seeing me like that. Like i will be up playing with them, take the medicine, and then I'm out and then I'll wake up in like ten minutes, like, what happened? And I was like, Oh, you fell asleep. So I got off of it because right. I didn't like how it made me feel. So what the right.
2: fuck the shit? It gets you like so high it's, and it's like make you forget about it for the moment, but when you yeah, back it's to normal, to, it's, it's like you still got you your problems still there. Right.
1: So the medication is not to it, it wasn't to really get you high. It was it was more so to
2: Calm you down, calm you
1: down, and put you in this happy space. And I'm using quotes because it's you know medication can't really do that, but it's it's to put you in this little happy space. Right. It's just the, it's basically to help you deal with it a little mm. bit better than you just trying to deal with it Cold on your own.
0: Uh, okay. Um, you. So some people take the medication
1: sense. and it do good for them, but me, it was just something that I'm not with.
0: That's why I, uh, that's one of the reasons why I was. Not really being on talking to a therapist just for that specific reason because of the, the putting you on medication and all of that shit, you know what I'm saying? Just like kids, like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, first thing, like, if you, you take your child to the doctor and you feel like they got a learning problem or something, they put them on rip, try to put them on Ritalin and shit like that. And like, that messes nah, them up, yeah, even you I'm saying? Like, nah, I'm not, I'm not with all that, but um, but that's
1: when you tell your doctor, like, i my, one of my first things when I went into therapy, I told her, um. I don't want medication. Right. Um. So if that's what you're... I know that that's your job, but if that's what you want to tr- just keep pushing towards me, we could just end this now because that's not something that I'm looking for. Like, listen to me talk. Try to help me understand some of the things that's, you know, coming back up or right. whatever. Like, try to help me pinpoint on how I could get it together and that it be all over the place. Right.
0: Um... I want to piggyback on the uh, PTSD, cause I wasn't diagnosed for it, but I think I also have it, and I say that because anybody that know me know where I grew up was like a real, real bad neighborhood. Um, like at the age of five, I remember um, coming in the house one night with my parents and seeing a dead body in the elevator. You know what I'm saying? Just just walking through the lobby and, you know, it's just a dead body in the elevator. As a five-year-old, you know, it's... it's You don't really understand it, but it's something that sticks with you. You know what I'm saying? And... From that point, it went from me seeing a dead body in the, the elevators to maybe getting a little bit older, maybe like around 12, 11, 12, being outside... And seeing somebody get shot on the steps, you know what I'm saying? And just, you know what I'm saying, just like, just being there and seeing how it all went down. And it's, 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 it's. it's I'm, I'm. Not, I don't know how to explain it. I'm not. I wasn't. I'm not gonna say I was scared or frightened, but I was more so like in shock. You know what I'm saying? Because you like as, as first as a, first things first. As a five year old, no five year old should should have to see that. You know what I'm saying? No five year old should have to see that. And then going back to being eleven, twelve, it's just like I don't feel like a eleven or twelve year old should have to see that. You know what I'm saying? Like life is life, but it's just certain things that I don't feel like you at at a certain age you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to be around or 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 bear witness to. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that for me kind of shaped me in a certain kind of way, you know what I'm saying? Like, put me on like, uh, a defensive with a lot of things. It made me not really want to hang around people for a very long time. You know what I'm saying? Like, not wanting to be in big crowds. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. That shit kind of, like, molded me in a certain kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's, it's it's crazy because I look at the veterans that come back from the PTSDs and they say they had nightmares and stuff like that. Like, I had nightmares of seeing, being outside and hearing gunshots and seeing people drop dead in my sleep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I never talked to anybody about it. I just woke up or wake up in cold sweats and just try to just try to fight it on my own. You know what I'm saying? Um,
1: so, my advice to you, I'm not a doctor, but definitely sound like you have um, PTSD. But you you got to go talk to somebody. Um sometimes even if it's just you opening up to your friends like you you gotta talk about it it's gonna still be times where you'll have those little nightmares and stuff like that but you you gotta talk about it like a couple a weeken- couple weekends ago like last weekend i want to say or the weekend before one of those weekends um i went back to pennsylvania where i was born because i just kept having nightmares about my father
0: right.
1: um so when i was i was like three or four my father got busted upside his head with the pole and i remember it vividly happening and that's that's where my PTSD began, um, when I was three or four. And it's sad that I remember that because I was so young. But um, the man, he busted him upside his head. Um, and then when my mom came home, she went and beat the shit off the man and ended up getting locked up. Um, so, math started at a young age. And then just growing up, it was just certain little things that... I went through that I felt like as a child, no one should go through, you know, but you just got to, you got to talk about it. You can't, you can't keep it in because if you keep it in, that shit drives you to a place where you might not be able to come back out. Um, You might not be able to come back out. Like with my mom, prime example, Um, she was doing good for a while, but then she, she lost her job. And so she went back to that place. Where she couldn't come out of, and unfortunately for her, she ended up dying from it. So, I go through a lot of shit. I stay to myself. Um, some days is better than other days, but it just, I don't want to leave my kids. So, that's what keeps me here. Right. However, sometimes you're not even thinking about your kids either. Yeah,
0: you you're just thinking
1: about the yourself? pain and the hurt that, yeah, you're thinking it's about yourself. Wanna you, you don't want to deal with it anymore. Um, Like I said earlier, the the couple years ago when I tried to kill myself, um, it was like a wake-up call. However, it didn't wake me fully up because, and again, I probably didn't tell y'all this, but this this year in April, um, I was doing some dumb shit, something that I wasn't supposed to be doing, and I overdosed. Um, Again, trying to cope cope with the pain. Like, I didn't want to feel it anymore, but me not wanting to feel it anymore almost was me not feeling anything ever again. Um, When I woke up, I was in the hospital. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And the doctor was like, you overdosed. He was like, thank God your sisters and them were right there because I was turning blue and I ain't have no pulse. So, it's a scary feeling to wake up and be told that. You know what I'm saying? So, not saying that I won't slip again, but I'm going to try my hardest not to. And that's why it's like you got to open up about
2: that shit. You got to. How I would, how I would look at your situation, I would honestly, I would, I would try to flip it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, I, I a lot of things I do in my personal life, because like I said, I, I don't really deal with the depression thing. But part of it is because I'm, I know how to, I try to turn negatives into positives. And basically going off of just judging, you know, not judging, but basically just going off of what you're saying as far as like the whole, you know, saying uh, dead bodies when you five and, you know, that that's traumatizing. You know what I'm saying? Like, but how I, how I would personally flip it is, you know, like you said, we got children. You know, it's like I grew up this way. I don't want that for my kids. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm going to do, I'm going to figure out ways to, you know, not, be in the situations I try to everything I try to do, I try to put my kids in situations that I wasn't in. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I grew up in these bad neighborhoods. I'm seeing dead bodies at five. I know what that shit did to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like because that shit did that to me, I don't want that to happen to my baby. So you know what? I'ma keep them away from I'ma try I mean some things you can't you saying, just can't you, you can't, can't control train. everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They can be in Walmart. I don't know. You can be a Walmart in a nice neighborhood, and somebody coming in and get shot. It it happened. You can't control everything. But I can try... Contri- I can con- I can try to control it as much as I could. You know what I'm saying? Like, by not putting them in that situation. So I would try to... Just like I said, I would... I mean, yeah, I'm dealing with it. I'm, I'm speaking as you. But I'm like, yeah, I, if I was dealing with it, like, it's like, I would just, you know, I would try to flip it. I would try to make the negative a positive and just, you know what? I seen some shit I shouldn't have seen. That shit wasn't cool. That's that's, that's like how we all raise our kids. It's like we knew that our our fathers probably wasn't there as much as they should have been and did things that they didn't need to do so what do we do we try to you know be, be better, better than followers. our fathers you know right. what i'm saying so be it's like followers. you know what i'm gonna try to you know not prevent my babies from going up through the shit that i had to deal with and right. if you focus on your kids more not saying that you don't i'm just words of advice you know if you kind of like try to focus on your kids more i feel like just i think it would take away from some of that pain. It ain't going to take away all because, like I said, I can't really speak for you. I, I I didn't have the experience you had, so I can't tell you how to feel. I'm just saying, like, if, like, I feel like for me, that would probably work. I feel like me, you know, focusing on them more, thinking about them more, you know, like, I don't want them to have that. Like, it's like, anytime it comes in my head, I'm automatically reverting to my kids. It's like, you know what? Damn, that shit won't cool. I don't want my kids to go through that and then go from there.
0: I mean, I read- to be completely honest, every everything that I do, I do for my children, mm-hmm. for the most part, and my family, you know what I'm saying, so that they don't have to, you know what Absolutely. I'm saying, be in that situation, because at, the, at that time, that was just a situation that my parents were in. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't judge my parents because they did the best they could. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At, right, the, time, right, right. at the time it was. Ain't shit you can do. But at, unfortunately, that's just something that I had to deal with. Right now, speaking on fathers, my father did his best on keeping me out of the neighborhood, put me in sports, and always keeping me over with my cousins and right, shit right, like right, that. Right, right. But at the end of the day, that's where I had to lay my head. Yeah. You know of what I'm saying? So, and regardless it reminds if you it's every
2: time you yeah. walk in there, like you could be a grown man and ride past there today. I, I still do. A, exactly. It's, so it's times
0: where it's times where I'm leaving the club or I'm riding a late night by myself, and I go pull right up to Good Hope Avenue and I just sit outside, mm. sit outside, and just stand outside the gate and just and just look and just understand where I came from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I could have easily been a product of my environment. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But instead, I chose a different path. I chose to be a better person. I chose to be a father, a, 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 a visible and a, a, a loving father. You know what I'm saying? When it's motherfuckers who got fathers that don't, they don't even sin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like our age. So it's just like everything that I do, I possibly think about my children first. But it's like like she said, it's some, some things that... Just when it happened, you're not thinking about your children. It's yeah, like yeah. you just stuck in that moment. Yeah, yeah. Cause like I said, some days I wake up, I'm good, I'm, I'm I'm bubbly, I'm happy. What's up? What's going on? And other days I'm just like,
2: this ain't it. Yeah, Today ain't so, day the day. You gotta, you just gotta find your positive. That's yeah, I'm
1: right. about to say so. I mean, it's a lot you saying like for my kids, for my kids. And granted, I know your kids are here, you know, for a reason, and you love them. Right. However, you gotta. You got to want something for yourself. You can't just be like, oh, I got to live because of my kids. Because now you're just living. Now you're just here. Mm -hmm. You're just existing. You're Mm -hmm. not living because deep down inside you're still miserable. So after a while, that negativity is going to come off on your kids. And you're not realizing it. But it's like you're, you're trying to focus on just being this best parent because I don't want them to see me go through what I went through. However, they going through it, but they going through something different because we don't think kids see they but attention. they pay attention to everything. Yes, so they do. They do. you gotta you gotta you gotta do it for you first because if you don't do it for you, your kids is like, it's gonna just yeah. it's gonna my be, kids it's just gonna that, be same, that's, it's just, same, yeah, it's just gonna be on my kids. Well I'm doing it for my kids. No, you gotta you gotta do it for you. Right. If you're not doing it for you, then it it ain't nothing you can possibly give them. Yeah,
0: you got yeah, you got a point. You got a point and I'm I mean, I'm, I'm just glad we having this conversation because, like I told y'all earlier, this conversation is very, very touchy. And, like, we just said a lot of people wouldn't want to speak on it, you know what I'm saying, because of the, the judgment and the being looked at a certain kind of way. But, I mean, I just feel like us talking about this will give somebody else some light, you know what I'm saying, on their situation and how to move. Like, what are some things that y'all think can help people... Um, I'm not going to say get over it but yeah. at least deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Deal easy. with it a little better yeah, than what they are
2: dealing with. Yeah, it's easier shit to say get over yeah, it when you it. ain't dealing with it. Right. But like I said, number 1, my my words of advice is like I said, you like I said, find a positive. Like find something, you know, to like I get it. Your problem's still there and it, you can temporarily forget about it cuz you know you focusing on something else, but it's just like at the end of the day, you like some things like life is life is life. Right. And things is gonna happen. Like we all here, we live and we all gonna go one day. That that shit happened. It's like and sometimes it happened unexpected. You know, we you kinda expect it when people get old, it's like, okay, your time has come, you're old, but it's like and then it's some shit just randomly happened out of nowhere, but it's like it's worse when you were the cause of your own death as far as like not even just, just basically killing yourself. Like just basically killing yourself, like that that's like the worst death. It is
1: like, but some sometimes people are just so lost that they feel like life would be better without me being here like really? me being here is putting a burden on like a on people. a lot of people and I know they say surround yourself with, with good people but sometimes your friends can't take your pain away all they can do is right. listen to you 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 know you could cry maybe on their shoulder or something like that but then you still got that pain so for still me with um talk to somebody. Like I know we we frowned upon it, but go talk to somebody. Like go go to therapy. Like it's it's real. Go go to therapy. You might not want to get on the medication. Um shit, I I started smoking. Um however, when that hat goes down, my problem's still there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I stopped smoking. <laughs> so, um, however, no it, it 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 helps me. It does help me. This is just me. It helps me um, it helps me cope a little bit better with it. Cause every, every day is something, you know, it's something different and it's something, it's old things, but it's still current, if that makes sense. So, um, it's, it's nothing. I mean, the only thing I can really say is just, just talk, just don't think that you have no one. Um, cause you have people that genuinely really do care about you, but you're so, af- you're afraid or you're scared that you're going to be judged because you you're having these mental illnesses. I'm gonna say that you just afraid you're afraid to talk to somebody and you can't always be like that. Like you gotta let your guard down because yeah. if you don't, you're only hurting you. Yeah, I feel like, like the more you the end.
2: more you hold it in, the worse the worse it bit. gets. Yeah. Like it,
1: it gets it the worse it gets. And like I said, from three to twenty something. And still going through stuff in between those years. You know what I'm saying? So, it fucked me up. Like, I, I giggle and, and laugh, but those that really know me know I'm fucked up. I know I'm fucked up. So, that got to be the first thing. You got to admit that you got a problem. If you don't admit that you have a problem, it ain't I mean, ain't nothing that nobody can no, tell you. Mean, you got to be, cause be, you, honest, you gotta with be honest with yourself. Yeah. You got to be honest with the people that you say you love. Like, you got to be honest with these people because these people have to know... That okay, she was he or she was just good. Right. Now they this so some people be like man fuck that she she get over mm-hmm. like that's that's not what you that shouldn't be that's your the your bad mental way that's the about. bad way yeah because now it's like damn well he don't
0: care or well, she don't
1: care exactly but they don't know that oh damn this person really suffers right. with depression they I'm just saying. thinking you just being a, a spoiled ass bitch or asshole because you've never opened up to them and let them know like look. A, B, C, and D. Sometimes you might walk in the house and you might see me on the floor crying. And you don't know why. Right. But, and they ain't gonna know why. Because you damn sure you don't even fucking know why. Right. But it's just the the hearing that, all right, well, when you want to talk about it, I'm right here. And they leave you to... You know, get yourself yourself together together. and come talk when you're ready like that. And that's another thing. Don't pressure somebody to talk about it. Like when they're ready to talk, they'll talk. However, you got to you got to make that first step. And that's just admitting that you got a problem.
0: I also don't do very well with trusting. I have problems with trusting people. And that's something that I've been working on. But that shit is really, really hard. You know what I'm saying? I, I really, and I mean, I can't really pinpoint an actual experience or what made me that way, but I do know that it's something that made me that way because I just wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? I just never was just, oh, fuck this person. I don't trust this person for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody, you have to earn trust, but at the same time, you give what you, you know what I'm saying? You get what you give. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's another thing that I wanted to touch on. And also, I suffer from anxiety. Like, sometimes I have, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel myself, like, having panic attacks sometimes, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just being, just getting the hyper. You know what I'm saying? Just just be like, all right. But then I start to breathe, and then it goes away. But, you know what I'm saying? It, It hasn't been as bad as it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was it was to a point where that shit was, like, on a regular. But I think that was chronic anxiety. I think that came from me smoking a lot of fucking weed.
1: I mean, everybody's different because I smoke, and it actually helps me with my anxiety and my depression. Um, sometimes it could be a 2 though. Sometimes that shit have tripped me the fuck out, and I'm in there tripping. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like yeah i done had re, one of them re, situations too. situations in my head yeah. and that shit just like attacks you you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it i mean it's just all in it's just all in with you yourself you know what works for you mm-hmm. but you can't be opposed to trying something new because you're afraid of being judged like you have to open up and your story might might help somebody right. like it's a lot of stuff that i don't open up about but sometimes it's just like it's just something like weighing down on me, and I opened up about it. Like I think it was last year or something. I finally opened up about um, the domestic violence with both of my baby fathers. Right. A lot of my family members didn't know, so all their comments was, "Why didn't you say something? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that?"
0: Because I didn't be fucking judged. want to. Right. Didn't
1: want to be judged. Like, and that was my response. Business. Like, it's not your business. And I didn't. I, and the comments I didn't feel nobody being genuine. Like, oh damn, I'm sorry you went through that. It was all oh, why you ain't say nothing. What the fuck was you going to do? Just
0: wanted to be nosy.
1: Like, person. yeah, I mean, I, nobody thing. said damn. A couple people did say, "Damn, I'm sorry you went through that." But it'd be fine. Use you. you sometimes you got about. it does, but sometimes you got to use your story because your story might help somebody else out. And even though you still going through your shit, you can help that other person overcome something that they dealing with, but they're afraid to open up about it because mm-hmm. they're afraid of, of being judged. Like right. I just opened up a lot to whoever's gonna watch this video. You know what I'm saying? And it's still a lot of stuff that people don't know, but those are that that's something major. Like suicide, depression, anxiety, is real. In
0: the African American community, we fighting that shit like on top of everything else that we're that fighting. We're fight. fighting each other and our, we're fighting in our heads. Mm-hmm. On top of the racism, on top of fighting each other, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's so much that we deal with and then you gotta think about it. The... The young people, and I don't really mean to get on this, but you gotta think about it. Like social media ain't helping either. You know what I'm saying? Because like we all understand that social media is is for show. Mm-hmm. It, it's just for show. But these younger children, these this younger generation, they they it's life for them mm-hmm. because this is what they were this is what they were born into. You know what I'm saying? Like we wasn't born into having social media. We
1: when we had conversations with people, it was on we, the phone. It was on the phone don't or it was call, face to don't, face. Don't call back after ten o'clock. Your mama up. You know re-
0: <laughs> correct. You know what I'm saying? If, we if we I hang with ringtones. If and I shit. hang up, that no, means she literally. came in my room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> niggas had ringtones and niggas was doing putting songs on their call on, on the little messages and shit. You know what
1: I'm saying? But that's like, it was a... um I can't remember what comedian said it, but Um, He said something about social media, like being a big play and and people's depression. No, it wasn't Dave Chappelle, but he was saying like you, like you know, you on Instagram, you get on Instagram and you scrolling through and you see this girl that ain't got no job, no money, don't know where she going, but she living her best life in Cabo. But you sitting at your cubicle at a job that you hate. Like man, how the fuck they doing this? This this. Not saying that the person that's in Cabo shouldn't live their life because. It was your money that paid to go to you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but social media does have a lot to that do just, it, I mean, it it does weigh on people's depression because it fucks people up it, yeah it, it does that's like because you're sad. looking at it and it is sad, sad. but it's sad that you can't post what you want to post because other people might get offended so it's like it's right. kind of like a two-fold thing mm-hmm. with with the social media right. thing at the
2: end of the day, your social media is yours you can right. do whatever you want and if you, you know, what I'm saying, you worried about what other people think, then you might don't need to have it. Like everybody got problems. Everybody, Correct. motherfucking, at the end of the day, like, what's, what's your purpose? Nobody's you know life saying? is that, perfect. Okay, you see somebody living their best life. You ain't, they ain't got no job, and you, motherfucking, at your cubicle, and you don't like it. What you gonna do about it? What, what, what are you like? But how also do
1: you, that person that you think is living their best life.
2: Some of them Probably motherfuckers ain't even got no home shit. to go to. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm some of these motherfuckers be looking sweet. They out here screaming. Doing for the gram and they, they mattress the on the fucking floor. Or they still you know living at what
1: what home like. with their mother getting cussed out. Exactly. So it's not always what you see, but sometimes people do. They, they Some people feed into social media too much right. and it it plays on someone else's depression. But
0: as far as the younger generation, I can understand where they come from with the depression as far as the social media. Because, like, like I said, we can sit here and say it, we can sit here and be like, you shouldn't be worried about what other people doing mm-hmm. or what uh, what this person got or what that person got. I mean, because we grown, mm-hmm. you right. know what I'm saying? We grown, like, it's things that we can control that they can't, yeah. that some of these kids can't control. Because you got to think about it, some of these kids that's on social media, some of these kids might, got, might not even have parents, you know what I'm saying? Might not have nowhere to sleep. Might not be able to eat at night, you know and what then. I'm saying? But go to school, just go to school, sell drugs, just so they can be able
2: to eat. I get it, but you gotta think it's every like, like I said, everybody got problems. Like what Mike Epps said, this shit. If you fucking everybody in here in this room drop their problems on the floor, You're right. You're and you pick right, you right. And you pick and you and they pick scatter around. You up the wrong around, set you of pay, problems. You pick up the wrong problems. It could be worse than what you already got. Mm-hmm. These niggas out here who are millionaires. Who
1: there's people problems. out
2: here who are millionaires who who grew up homeless and sleeping in their car and all that. But guess it's what they did? Motivating themselves. They found a way to... It's, it's a lot of money out here. Mm-hmm. Find your purpose. If you Some see people. If you see somebody else living, they looking at them... If, if that bothers you, then do something about it. You know what I'm saying? If you, I get it. You're a kid, I and mean, it's for the young generation. You're a child, and you you're going to school, and you see this motherfucker doing this and doing that. They not going to school and all that. At the end of the day, if that's not the path you want to take, if you no, see, okay. okay, they doing drugs... And or selling drugs and they getting money. It's like, damn, I want money, but I don't want to do that. Then you got to figure out a way to get money. You know what I'm saying? Go to school, go try to get an education. They right. giving away money, like, but right. you have to be willing to to do it. Mm. You can't just say, oh, I want to live like them, but do nothing about it. Right? Like, I you have to like you know what I'm
1: saying? It's find, all in find how, your purpose. Right. It's all in how you you live it because it's it's some people out here. It's a lot of people. I'm not going to say something. It's a lot of people out here that you don't even know are going through the things that they're going through Correct. because they, they got, they, they was like, you know what? This, this is not going to be who I am. It's something that I'm going through, but it ain't me. Right. I'm you know what I'm saying? I'm better than this. And you're going to still have your times, but you're going to have, you, you got something to keep you going. You know what I'm saying? And that's in the sense of like what you said with the kids. Like you have some people out here. Prime example, me and my siblings, we've been through a lot. But you can't tell unless we actually open up too. Like
0: just like me and my brother. Yeah,
1: you know what I'm saying. Like my oldest, well, the second oldest, she living her dream in California. Like her dream was to get a production company. Her 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 team, they got it. They on their shit. Like she has her masters. She didn't let what we went through stop her. Stop her. She didn't let it define her. Man, that's, that's, um, that's
0: real inspiring because it is because it's, it's
1: possible. Some people use it as a crutch, whereas right. though she did and yeah. her just like me started at a young age as well. Like we're four years apart. Um, it would be times when we were in Pennsylvania, and my mom, would, my dad would come back home. My mother would leave us in the house together. Like my mind you, I'm we're four years apart, so I'm a baby, and my sister at four is. Making my bottles and feeding me and changing my diaper. Like, that fucks a child up. Yeah,
0: having to grow up at a young age.
1: You know what I'm saying? And then it's not lovely. only that, like, her, not to put her business out here, but, I mean, it's just something that maybe somebody else can use. Like, her father was murdered when she was a child. Mm. Um, She talks about it now. And then, you know, then my father, who was her father as well, he died when I was 14. So she was, what, 19. Mm. 18, 18, 17, something like that. I don't remember how old she was, but she she didn't use that as a as a crutch. She didn't use like, oh my parents were fucked up, so right. I could be a fucker. Right. Her right. her goal was I ain't gonna be nothing like them. Right. Like I'm gonna go through what I go through. I talk about it when I'm ready, but I'm gonna boss up and do what the fuck I gotta do, and that's what she did, and that's what she's still doing. So.
0: That's, that's that's special though like like to motivate yourself like that and I feel like we all got it in us it's just some of us choose not to, to do it right choose not to do it and some of us look at shit and be like you know what this ain't for me you know what I'm saying like like I say like my situation like I grew up where I grew up. But when well, every time I went outside, like I was cool with all the dope boys and everybody outside, like cool with everybody, you know what I'm saying? Coming home from practice, they asked me like, "Yeah, hey, little Brody, like how your football? how You know what I'm saying? How football going? How basketball going? You know what I'm saying?" I was cool with everybody, but just me being outside with them and seeing the shit that they was getting into, and you know what I'm saying? Like I had one night I was outside till probably like 9:30 or something. This was like when I was in high school. Like, probably, like, 9th, 10th grade was outside till, like, 9.30 or some shit just hanging at the playground. You know what I'm saying? All my men from around the way, they was outside, whatever. And just so happened, like, I don't know if it was God, but I had a feeling. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, I'm gone. I'm going. I am about to go in the house, Mm y'all. And they was like, all right, little bro. The next morning, I come out, I see police everywhere, and I see blood and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I asked one of my men, was like what happened? It was like, bro, like right after you left, probably like 15 minutes after you left, some niggas came and started shooting. You know what I'm saying? I, and that, like, and and to me, that shit was like, damn, like I was literally just with these niggas. Like I could have, I could have got hit. You know what I'm saying? All types of shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's just some of us choose to go a different way, and some, like you say, some of us choose to use it as a crutch. But for those people who are dealing with these issues, just take some time out to breathe if you got to meditate or like she said if you just need to talk to somebody like put yourself around people that's not going to judge you that's not going to look at you different if anything they want to help you got you, know you got to make
1: you got to allow yourself to be vulnerable right you have to right. you have to allow yourself to be vulnerable you have to sit down and actually talk about it because it's just going to fuck you up the longer you hold it in, the worse it gets. i um, not saying that it'll be easier when you open up, but it'll it'll be easier than what you were going through. So you got to be willing to talk. You got to... I mean, and shit, if you don't want to talk to your friends, go talk to a therapist. Like, you can be... You can tell them what type of therapist you want. You can tell them if you want a man or a woman. You can tell if you wanted to be a black person white person, spanish person, like you can you that that's your it's your preference. You tell them however you want them to be and they'll get you that therapist, but you got to be you can't go to the therapy session and just be like yeah. And just sit there and talk like yeah. if you your ain't work. if you ain't ready, you right. ain't ready. Right. But at some point, you know you, when you're ready. You do know when you're ready. And even sometimes when you think you're ready, you still might not be ready. Like I said, when I first went, I went the lady was talking to me. I looked at her like she was crazy. <laughs> not going to lie. I was like, you know what? This ain't for me. Um, and she asked me. She was like, why is it not for you? I said, I don't know, but I'm just not ready. Not and gone. she said, yeah. right. She said, and she didn't pressure me about it. She was like, okay, well, when you're ready, call back and make another appointment. You know, um, it was even to the point like she would text No, it was a guy. I'm sorry. He would text like, um, hey, just checking in, are, do you feel you ready to talk about it now, like, are you ready to schedule your appointment, so we can talk, and I'd be like, no, nah. it was like, I was pushing it all, and he would just be like, okay, well, when you ready, just text me, and let me know, but I pushed it all for a while, I was just like, no, I don't need to talk to nobody, I'm fine, like I don't need to talk to nobody. I'm, I'm, I'm. Whatever. But then it got to the point like I wasn't eating. I had to make myself eat. I was just sleeping. I didn't want to be bothered with nobody. Not even my kids. Like leave me alone. Like I would just be so irritated. But they ain't did shit to me. So <laughs> that day I was like, you know what? Get your ass up. Go talk to somebody. I went and I talked like laid everything. And then that's another thing. You have to lay everything out on the table when you're ready. But when you are ready and you get that going and you get in that flow, it's best to just let everything, lay everything out. And it could be something really, really small that you probably like, they're going to be laughing at me or they're going to be like, what? That was like, but it's something that's really affecting you. That's making, you know what I'm saying? It's Mm -hmm. like, it's it's something, it could be really small, but it's something big to you. So you got to be willing to talk about everything. Like
0: everything even like even for like the kids like if you don't have nobody to talk to go talk to your guidance counselor you know what I'm saying or if you got a favorite teacher or somebody you know what I'm saying even if you cool with the fucking janitor <laughs> you know what I'm saying like they all was kids before right yeah, you know what I'm saying they all we all time don't do nothing but recycle mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like like it's shit that we going through that it's grown-ups older than us can talk to us about now when we look at them like what like you, you went, went through, through this that? you know what i'm saying like it's just it's just being able to have a conversation and not being afraid to say what's on your mind or, or say what you're going through
1: but then also with the back to the kids part with the grown-ups you you got to remember that at one point you were a child because right. with some grown-ups nowadays we so stuck and frowning our noses up like you was a child. You did the same dumb, wild shit that they was doing, right. except for you probably ain't get caught. You know what I'm saying? Where's well, though now these kids get caught. You be like, these dumbass kids? No, because you was a dumbass child too before. Right. So we can't keep labeling them as dumbass little kids because then they're going to start to believe that they're just a dumbass, bad little kid. Right. And then they're not going to want to talk to anybody. They're going to start rebelling. So you got to remember gotta that teach. you were a child. You got to teach them. You got to teach. You got to educate them. You might not agree with... What they're doing, but you got to educate them on why they shouldn't do it. Then, right. like, give them an example of if you do this, this is going to be the outcome. And, uh, and from that, you know point, what I'm saying. Even and sometimes, even if you even if, if you do it the right way, it's still a possibility that it might not go the way that you plan for it to go. But the fact is, don't give up. You got to keep going. You're going to fail sometimes. Correct. But you only fail when you don't keep trying.
0: Right. that's 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Facts. But, um, I mean, if y'all don't have any el- anything else to, you know what I'm saying, give out, we're gonna wrap it up. Anybody else? Alright. Well, I'm your host, the real Brody, and this is the We Say They Say podcast. Got my co-host with me, Bone Quisha right here in the middle.
2: Got my brother to the right of me, meet you two times. Four times. And we out.